0: Welcome to episode 30 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Righty, guys, so welcome along to episode 30 mate. 30.
1: 30 of Man Talk with Coach Sean Newsom and Bevan James i How you going, mate? I'm very good. I've just got the uh, tissues on hand because Bevan and I are wiping the egg off our face because we had a bit of a shocker with the picks. We did have a shocker with the picks. Never mind. We'll got brown. They they, they, they cheated. Didn't come through with the bacon. Somebody <laughs> spiked it. Somebody... The well, first thing was, somebody that didn't give Cam Brown his uh, special conspiracy needs Conspiracy theory. That. They knew he was going to take it out. So they thought, well, we're going to tell, show those Iron Man talk boys what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. But, hey.
0: but anyway, in this week's show, we're pretty much uh, doing the, <laughs> what is it? The Iron Man review. Part one. <laughs> part one. Uh, yeah, the Kona Super Special Review Part oh, One. Super Special um, And so we're pretty much going to cover, have a look at the race.
1: And uh, did you watch much of it? I watched bits and pieces of it. I don't think I was quite as uh, religious in my watching as you oh, were. Oh, you wait um. till you hear what I did. So <laughs> so then uh, we've also got a bit of news from
0: the weekend, a couple of races coming up and down. We've got a hot topic for the week, for last week, of people who actually won the competition. Mm. Um, plus we have website of the week. What's a really cool website this week, which one of you guys sent through to us. A high five for having a nap during the day. That's Bevan's high fives. Yeah, I'm a bit of a napper during the day, so. Oh, you're gonna hear lots. And uh, Coach's corner, we're gonna flag it today. We're gonna flag it today. We've got a. We've, had, we've both had busy weeks, so. And uh, we've got questions and answers. Actually, it's really late. We normally record this at around, anywhere from around like ten to one in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And uh, my partner actually had a big crash in the national road champs and uh, mm. on her bike, and she's she's screwed herself basically. Yep. <laughs> her face has got scabs all over it, and uh, so I had to be at hospital all day. So, so we delayed it, but we, we still it. delivered. Where did so we deliver? We're the postman.
1: we're the postman. we oh, always right. deliver. The posties,
0: <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, so it was a big weekend last weekend. We had Kona, and it was a pretty exciting race. Uh, what's your thoughts?
1: I thought, uh, I I thought race was over after the swim, If we maybe talk about the guys first and then we'll go on to the girls. Um, But when I saw them, I I got out of bed and uh, just turned on the computer and they were just swimming alongside the pier, so I thought fantastic timing and uh, when they all stood up out of the swim, nobody was off the front really and then when I saw Norman Stadler coming out of the swim, I thought this is highly likely it could be race over. Um, And that's pretty much the way it turned out. I thought the swim was the most crucial part of the race. So for those of you with lesser experience, why was it important? Well, normally he Norman comes out. I mean, like last year, he actually came out. I had a shocking swim. He came out of the swim with me, and we were probably a good three, four, five minutes behind the lead. Yep. Um, and so it just meant he had that, you know, he had that time to catch up. S- yep. Sure, he can still get to the front and have a big lead, but that just automatically he's straight to the front. And and psychologically, for a lot of the guys, that would have been. Uh, yeah, you know, a little bit of a blow. It wouldn't have blown their races to pieces, but... Um, and at the end
0: of the day, I suppose, you know, there was a difference between the win for Mackle, That's the thing. Like, mm. You know, he won
1: by... Uh, it looked like he, he had a little bit in, in, under reserves yeah. there, but, um, you know, he won by, well, I don't know, well, about a minute or yep. so, and uh, and normally he would have lost more than that in the swims. So And the other big thing was Faris Sal-Saltan. When he won last year, you know, he had a commanding swim, yep. and he was several minutes in front, and he led from the front, uh, and the swim was a lot more broken up. But this year, they just... All the contenders came out together. Um, And the reason reason for that was just the choppy conditions, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. You'd normally think that would break it up a bit more, but um, it didn't appear to. So, So that often helps the stronger swimmers get away. So... So I don't quite know what it was. It, a swim certainly wasn't short. It was a long swim. Um, you know, the top guys were only, I think, coming out in fifty. was Yeah, it was a slow was swim. It? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was, you know... But it's Hawaii generally a slow swim because of the non-wetsuit? Not not generally. It's generally, you know, the top guys are generally coming out sort of 49, and yep. then the main pack's coming out in the low 50s. So yep. for 53, was slow. And when I look at other athletes, you know, that I coach that, that race there, you know, they were three to four minutes slower than last yep. year as well. So the swim was pretty crucial, Um and then, uh, and then onto the bike, and you know, we all saw what ha- well, if you didn't see what happened, yeah. uh, Norman Sadler just rode away from them. He's the guy's a legend, isn't he? He is. Cars average, we were working out, he was just under 42k now. Mm. you know, and by himself. New course record. Yeah. Um. And just before we came to air, I actually spoke to an athlete that I coach who just got touched down in New Zealand, and he said, you know, conditions on the bike were very good. Yeah. Um, it was a bit overcast, had a little bit of rain, there was no wind, Yeah. No, you know, so to speak, for, for Hawaii conditions, so... It was perfect wind conditions, yep. and uh, and so we saw some some very very fast times um, by the guys on the bike, and and all of them went fast. You know, Norman Sadler four eighteen, but I think most of those guys were yeah. really set um, personal best bike times out there.
0: They were saying on imn uh, on the on the video, or what did I stream, they're saying that it's pretty much the first time they've ever had two great
1: years in a row. Incredible, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought last year that we got it lucky, and then... yeah. Um, so don't go next year, guys. <laughs> something's gonna happen next year. <laughs> yeah. It's tornado season next year. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting, actually, uh, I was actually reading something today by Peter Reed. They had an interview with him on the Triathlon magazine, and he said, you know, um, Norman Sadler w- wouldn't win, you know, this is before the race, yep. because he's a marked man now, that everybody yep. saw what he could do in 2004, yep. and, and they won't let that happen again, but you just, the guy, they just, they can't give up, he is an animal. And uh, he looked fantastic on the run. Yeah, he, um, he ran really smart, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he just kind of took to his plan. And he also dug in at the right time, you know, when they kind of could catch up, he kicked
1: in a little bit just to really kind of maybe get that psychological blow on them. And it'd be really interesting to hear from him whether you know, what sort of tactic he went on used on the run, whether he did go out there and uh just run on feeling yep. or whether he had a, a mental figure, you know, I'm sure he would have wanted that ten minutes. That's probably what he would have been pitching for to come off the bike with a ten minute lead. Yep. And then he could have figured out, you know, the fastest these guys are going to run behind me is say 2:45. So what do I need to do? And whether he yeah. would have just run run to that pace. So, you know, they were just slowly catching him all the, all the way. But maybe that was part of his plan. And uh,
0: I love that one. One thing I know is just as myself through my own growth through the sport is one thing I love is that, when you first start out it's about finishing and then the next year you're trying to lose 10-20 minutes but then when you get to that level it's it's minutes and you know over an event mm. that takes you know 8 hours you know 18 minutes or however long it took him, I think it was like 11 wasn't it? 8-11 yeah um, you know it, th- those seconds are just so valuable eh? and it's, mm. it's, I love the fact that in such an endurance event it really does come down just to just split second decisions um, they, yeah. did, they did make a good job of making it exciting at the end there, didn't they? Yeah, they were, they were, yeah, they were yeah. talking macker up. So yeah, I, I I watched the whole coverage. I got up my mate Duncan who you were giving a bit of shit to. last week. <laughs> I was wondering if I was a bit too harsh on Duncan. He didn't, he didn't appreciate the email comment. But, <laughs> 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 but uh, he actually came around. We we I'd stayed up late last night watching again the night before watching game of league. So that was a bit of hard work. And then he came around about six in the morning, and uh, we got straight onto it. And um, my phone's ringing. Um and I pretty much we sat and watched the whole thing all day. Yeah. And it was it was an exciting race because Strador was just slowly getting away. And we were obviously focusing on Cam Brown because we're Kiwis and uh we were trying to see how well he was doing and he was riding well for you know for himself mm. and so we thought he could maybe get off the bike and actually take it out. And uh but obviously he didn't. But it was just, you know, like it was just interesting, those again, those small gaps and it was just a really
1: exciting race and towards the end, um yeah, wow. Well I find it still really interesting that um how fast Mark Allen and Dave Scott were Mark yeah. Allen ran a 2.42 to run um, I think Hell Regal down one year And Macca had an amazing run but yeah. He only ran 2.46 yeah. And I, I said before the race Cameron Brown's going to have to run about 2.45 If yeah. he's, he's want to have a chance And if he'd run that He would have gone close
0: On Ironman.com they were saying That he was aiming to do a 2.40 yeah. yeah They were saying that's what he was aiming to do in this race I don't know if he was, yeah. he was just talking it up So um, the interesting thing was he was shagged. Did you see him over the finish I didn't, line? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, like you know, like when um, Sadler got over the line, Sadler was definitely fatigued, and but he was happy he'd won it. Obviously, when, and then Mac came over the line, and Sadler went to kind of give him some support, and he Wasn't was it? he was <laughs> He was he doing the Iron Man shuffle. I tell you, so it was pretty good. Cool. I have to say, big up. So I often uh, give Iron Man.com a bit of uh, bit of shit about their coverage. I thought it was great too. Yeah, on the video it was sensational. they had lots of good kind of people giving comments. Um, some really top pros from. From now and from the past um, the footage was, it was really really good the website was a bit weak um, throughout the day but I guess I mean I, I'd never really looked at the website too mm. much because um, well I suppose for me I, we did we kind of just, we were kind of updating it often just to see where people were at and uh, for those who couldn't get streaming, or you know, that would have been a bit frustrating. But on the on the video side of things, it was they you know top knowledge, mm. They get big thumbs up.
1: But they, um, I, I did notice one thing on the the text sort of updates. They were doing a lot more age group stuff this time yep. around which yep. I thought was uh, encouraging. And they, I'm sure they've been given grief about that in the past. Mm. So overall, I think you know definitely a step up. And, and how amazing would it be if they did that? At, 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 you know, at say maybe three or four of the Ironman races around yeah. the world, and maybe yeah. have the have the Grand Prix, which we've talked about before and that would just be fantastic. I think it would lift it to a whole new level. I think Iron Man could make a lot of money out of that mm. um, by mm. advertising during the day, as they did, yep. and, and I think they would get a massive audience. Um, it would so be interesting to see, like,
0: they're obviously not going to put them out, but it would be interesting to see the numbers they did get watching the event. I'm sure mm. they would have got thousands oh, of people around the
1: world. M- millions, like yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's uh, so well done to them. So, so just quickly, what about the rest of the guys? So who else were you impressed with, like... Um, Maka obviously ran through really well yeah. um, He was good um, Which was a bit of a breakthrough Last year was the breakthrough race they talk about But you know
1: for him to You know maybe Maybe next year who knows Yeah um, Parasol Sartan Obviously you know Third uh, tough Rudd Kabiki He's he's finished fourth there So uh, for a second year in a row yeah. Interesting to see how he advances um, Why don't you just pull up the results here So we can uh, okay, uh, See the rest of them um, But you know solidale run Cam Brown You know very substandard run for him, but you know, hey, he still finished eighth, um, so pretty solid. And uh, yeah, Eniko Lanos, he's um, pretty new on the block. And Marino Van Honaker, we talked about him briefly. He's, um, you know, won a couple of Ironman races, and I think that might be his first time there. So well, I think well, uh, look look for him in the future. One comment we got
0: by email, maybe I haven't actually looked at the questions we got today, but someone was commenting on the fact that, you know, the
1: Yanks aren't in it. No, they're not. Uh, I mean, I saw a couple of people picking. Um, Oh what's his name? Uh Cam Widoff. Yep, I think know, I did he's it. he's the only um the great hope for America. Uh there's no one else really there. Luke, now is Cam Woodoff that good? He is. He, he I think he got fifth last year. Yep. So he is good. I don't think he's good enough to win it. Yep. But he he's usually in that sort of top ten. Um but yeah, there's 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 no Americans there. Tim DeBoom, you know, obviously is their other big hope and he's not there this year. So yep. but, it's but nice it, to see it. old Luke Van Leert. Yeah, I thought that was really solid. He was uh, right up there after the swim. See him coming in in sixteenth place was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the other Chris Lieta, you know, he gave it on the bike. He was the other American up there, and he, he certainly went for it. You know. And he did well so. to hold off from the run because he still did a three or two marathons. Yeah. So it was like, one part I found funny was when uh, he did. You see the coverage when he ran off into the toilet? So we're coming yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> I happened to be watching that so I thought that was pretty funny. Um us two minutes. Yeah, we're going to the three
0: otherwise. <laughs> good old Rhodesy there.
1: Cracked nine hours, eight yeah. fifty nine. Yeah. Nice to see that. Rhodesy's often not a big racer in Hawaii, but he does it often, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so good to see that. But you know, I just We're watching that uh, the field coming out, heading out onto the run, and you're just looking at all those names and just going this is yeah. crap when it only pays 10 deep <laughs> yeah you, know, you look at these guys who are sort of 10 through 20 Oscar Galindez fantastic athlete, Ironman winner Stefan yeah. Vukovic uh, Olympic medalist and Ironman winner Ronnie Schnillek where he's won Ironmans Luke Van Leer, you know in 16th he's you uh, it's just fantastic um, yeah you've, but, you've got guys who can win the race anywhere in the world really
0: yeah. you know and, or yeah. even Rhodesy, you know like as much you got got in 9 hours you know you only got 36 then yeah he's, you know he's a
1: the other guy that I, um, hats off to, Patrick Vernet, he's very, very consistent, finished 10th this year, um, and he was up around about the same last year, so, um, you know, he's a, a Frenchie from New Caledonia, uh, and good consistent athlete, I raced him a few times when I used to live in France.
0: The interesting thing as well is that they, um, they uh, the money side of things is that they're definitely making money from the event, you know, like it's not like... Exactly. It's not about rubbing the coins together to get this event going. Um, So that was the blokes. So on the chick side of
1: things? The chick side of things. So that was... uh, It was an interesting race, wasn't it? It was a bizarre race. I'm not going to just give it interesting. It was bizarre. It was a bizarre race, I'd say. Yeah. (laughs) Because uh, the guns, just apart from Katie Jones, just did not fire. Yeah, Uh, it was fascinating, wasn't it? don't quite know what was going on there. Um, And so that was one of the things I pointed out to you, and we're going to just while we you guys are obviously listening we we're going to pull up the last year's results versus this year's results yep. and when we looked at the guys they the, the times are pretty similar you know they're a little bit quicker i think uh, last year was an 813 won it yep. and this year was 811 but when you look through the top 10 times they're pretty similar but for some reason when you look at the girls they're significantly slower than last year yep. and uh, and the names there uh, yeah sure they're good athletes but um they weren't the people that, that we were picking no. and, and a lot of other people were picking either McKaylee um, Jones, we knew we were pretty confident she'd be first or second, yep. and Natasha Badman. Well, apparently she was sick, and uh, and you know, so it was a substandard performance from her. But uh, but you know, hey, you and know, she has forty now. She has forty. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't it didn't sound like she was too well at all. But the people that most people were expecting to fire, you know, Joe Lorne, Kate Major, yep. people like that, Ranger. they were um, significantly slower than last year. So just to give you guys an idea on on the times last year, Badman won a nine oh nine. McKaylee Jones was nine eleven. Kate Major was nine twelve, Joe Lawn was nine fourteen, and then in fifth Kate Allen was nine twenty-two. When we look at this year, nine eighteen won it, which yeah. wouldn't have even would have only got your fifth Ford, last your year. Fifth, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was nine eighteen, then nine twenty four for Desiree Flicker. Uh, Fricker, Flicker? Flicker, yeah. Flicker. Flicker.
0: And Was she with the one with the Kimmelbeck?
1: Uh, yeah, I think she was. What's all that about? Yeah, but obviously it works for her. Yeah, you know, I was in hey? second, though. Hey? Uh, <laughs> Lisa Bentley, you know, it was only 925. <laughs> Gina Kerr, 927. Kate, Kate Allen, 930. And so all sort of in the 930s from there on, and that wouldn't have got them within, uh, you know, wouldn't have gotten them in the top 10 last year, really. So it's so a very, very interesting. Uh, it's interesting, Now this may be a bit of a controversial comment, but, you know,
0: Batman is an amazing athlete, but the fact that she can come out of water, no, she didn't this year, but she often does come out of the water 10 minutes slower, mm. does it kind of say that maybe the other Man woman aren't the complete athlete all around you?
1: Oh, no, she, I think she's just a bit special on the bike. Really? Um, yeah, a bit special. You know, she's uh, considerably quicker. Um, the other come one, yeah, yep. you know, exactly the same. Um and the other one that was of note there, which actually DNF, I'm not quite sure what happened there, was um, Karen Thürig, and yep. she's another one that's really dominant on the bike. And Laurie Bound didn't do that well in the end. No, so we didn't, had Oh, 10, there we 10. go. Yeah, he's got yeah. like 28th. Yeah. So, um, really bizarre. Swim times were slow, significantly yep. slower than last year, so that's going to contribute it to a bit. And bike also, the bike times too. Um, yeah, so it's very strange, you know, the guys are going quicker, but the girls weren't going slower. I did notice when I was watching the coverage, you know, and granted I wasn't watching all day, just snippets here and there, the girls did seem to be biking by themselves, but I don't know if mm, you, you noticed mm. that as
0: well. I think the 15-minute gap as well in the swim, although they had that last year as well, didn't last they? last year, yeah. But yeah, they weren't able to you know, pick up some of those age groupers and... Mm. Yeah, but then it was a solid time. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. It was an interesting race. McKaylee Jones pretty much had it. You knew pretty early on that she was it was her day. She looked horrible running, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Bentley. Lisa
1: Bentley, she was amazing in the run. But... I found it fascinating as well, and the commentators. When were they showed you to next to that guy, yeah, and yeah. she was, she had that real up and down movement. Looked like she was absolutely smoking, yeah, and, 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 and it, she was running well. Yeah. I mean, 3.08 thats bloody fast. It was but, the fastest run of the day. But the other guy—he didn't look like he was moving very he was fast just as well. Wasn't he? But, but he it's was funny. how You have the it.
0: ugly runners like El Sultan. He's an ugly runner, you know, like he just um, and King 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 Glar. King Glar. When you watch him run, it's it's painful. He used to be fast. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's funny when you watch yeah the ugly runners. So as
1: an overall, do we think? Um, impressive wins, you know. Both of those people were P- Makati Jones and uh, Norman Sadler, led from the front, yep. did it the hard way, yep. um, had people chasing them down all day, and so so hats off to them. And uh, it's just you know, uh, in short course triathlon these days, it's all about the run. And in and in this race, you know, it was all about the three disciplines balancing yeah. up. You know, Norman Sadler had a great swim unbelievable bike and a good steady run and Cody Jones was just very balanced throughout the day so um, that's
0: why we focus on Ironman triathlon because it's a real triathlon hey hey (laughs) easy tiger (laughs) easy I was impressed with Stradler to me um, it was actually I was also impressed really with Mecca because he just didn't give up Mm. um and it was a pity they just weren't a little bit closer towards the end, because for the excitement factor of someone watching the race, it was, it was pretty exciting. But then about a K or so out, you kind of realised it wasn't going to happen. They were kind of they weren't mm. giving you the camera angles to kind of figure out. And then at one stage they got the helicopter, and yeah, I knew where they were at, and I kind of thought, oh, no, he's not going to do it. But um, it would have been cool if it, you know, if it came to a sprint finish.
1: you know, it's a dream, isn't it? Um, deep, deep down I actually you know as much as I wanted Cameron to win um, I thought Macca it was going to be Macca's race yeah. and uh, and so you know he went very close and it'll be interesting because I know we've talked about it before that he, he was thinking about going for the Olympics next year Yeah. so whether he does come back you know he's obviously got the belief now that he can win it yeah um, and you know, on any other day, you know, he might have just slipped in his favour. Yeah, no, he's definitely a strong athlete. So yeah, so it was pretty exciting racing at the Kona Super Special Part Two. Part should we one. should we do our hot topic now rather than going? Okay, let's do a hot
0: topic. So we had a hot topic last week. We uh, we said go online, go to our great website blog thingy, and I'm just pulling up right now as I'm talking, <laughs> and we just said do your picks for uh for the Kona, and uh, we've got quite a few people on there. 17 comments, i are just kind of happy with,
1: and uh. Who won? Tell, tell the story. Well, it's going to be a tie. It's going to be tie time. And uh, Judge Newsom is in the house. Judge Newsom. And uh, the reason it's going to be a tie is we only actually had two people that picked the male and female winner. Nice. So one of those was uh, Neil... And uh, the other one was Matthew. Matthew, you gotta give Matthew some credit here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Matthew some credit. Yeah. Um. So well done to you two. I mean, it, it was a li- it was a little hard to judge, but but considering you were the only two that did, that, yeah. that got you the, the winners, picked yeah. the winners, so you yeah. did it. And and you both kind of had your weaknesses. Like, um, Matthew had uh, Cam Woodoff. I mean, what were you thinking? Well, I had uh, him too. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking there? But you got Farris and you got Macca in your top five. So you got three out of the top five, in yeah. the in the um. And the guys, and then the girls. You got Natasha, and you did get Lisa Bentley in third, so it's a credit for that. Yep. But your other three there sort of bombed out. Yep. And then old um, uh, Neil, he had uh, he had Norman up there, and he got Farris up there, and Rudkabiki and Meka. So he got four of the top nice, five, and in the, in yep. the guys. That's a good um, effort. Very good effort. Just Cam Brown let you down a little bit yep. there. Uh, so you nearly got the clean sweep. A little bit out of order, but hey. Um, that was pretty solid yep. and the go- the girls you actually did pretty poorly there <laughs> but as we all did really you yep. got McKaylee and that was around about it um, so it was a tough one but I'm going to give it a tie so Matthew if you send in a picture yeah I want a picture for uh, both
0: of you so you got to send us an email at ironmantalk at gmail.com and, and uh, it won't go up till next week because obviously the show won't be on and, uh, and maybe just say which uh, race you're aiming for yep. and uh, we'll put your picture up there and which race you're aiming for and, and you uh, tell your family, tell your family. you'll be family. superstars on Ironman Talk yeah, so but my actually, my, I was going to give it to Jim Picker because Jim Picker actually had a 19, 2008 prediction. Oh, right. And I didn't uh, see it was that. Iron Man Talk Legend. Bevan James Isles will win it all single handedly and bring oh, didn't back the, know, the I mallet. So, <laughs> I even read so, that. so, yep, the mallet's coming back. I'm going to take it out in 2008. Oh, <laughs> you'll be going, oh, that Bevan James Isles. He's a legend. You never so, know. I might, I might be there as well. Let's get some of those drugs, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so thanks for that. So, uh, do you want to, well, we must get next week's question up. What's the next yes. week's question?
1: Okay. I was. Uh, as I was watching the race, I was seeing there's some pretty flash bikes out there. There are some flash bikes out there. Flush stealing all those bikes. And uh, I was seeing those helmets as well, those aero helmets, and I saw lots of people with their heads facing down yeah. and little spikes pointing straight up. What so, was
0: really nice is we instead when they showed Stadler's side profile, and he had you know he really was able to maintain. It. He'd look down occasionally, but he yeah. kept his head in that position, and you could really
1: see the how the aerodynamics of it worked. It was really. But, but a lot of people were yeah, oh, yeah. head down. Um, so I thought it would be interesting to get some people's views on. Uh, we, the triathlons should go down the same track that um, cycling has, and they put a lot of restrictions, more so with their track cyclists, well, with all cyclists, but it, it affected the track cyclists the most in terms of uh, frame design and things like that. And there's certain rules with the geometry these days that you know, you've know you got to have a pretty standard-looking bike. Yep. And um, so should we do that in triathlon? Because you, know, you look at um, Natasha Badman, she had that sort of blade bike, yep. and there are a number of other funky bikes out there and let's face it, you know, if you do spend a lot of money yep. on all this gear, um, there is an advantage. There is a f- significant advantage, and it's basically advantage for the rich. So uh, rich. So should we put some rules in place, you know, with regards to bike geometry? You've got to have a standard sort of frame and angles and yep. things like that, and and restrictions on use of some sort of wheels and so on. Or should we just let innovation sort of take away and technology take it over, and uh, and the rich are, are able to have an advantage? So we'd just like your thoughts on that. One, uh, just lastly, um, Mecca didn't have an Aero helmet, which was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, he just used a normal well, helmet because he struggles with the heat, and that may, that's you know that's my big argument, especially in Hawaii, is those Aero helmets um, they're bloody hot, yep. and uh, so that may, may be his, uh, his thoughts there.
0: Okay, so we did have a couple of races on this weekend. We had the Great Floridian. Not any Floridian. Not great. That, that great.
1: You are a Great, great
0: Floridian. Floridian. <laughs> and uh, so what, let's have a
1: look. Up, overall, we had a overall is uh, up up here, I think. Yep. 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 Uh, so you know, no no sort of rock stars turning up. It's not a fast course. And I was talking to an athlete I coach that, that did the race, and the guy that won, uh, Dave. Oh, that's a great great surname. Well Yeah, Winadja. Winadja from <laughs> he's from the Netherlands. Netherlands. My girlfriend's on Netherlands. Oh, yeah. very good. We should have got some pronunciation tips yeah, on think that. Yeah, I we should have. He did 9.43, and I think he was saying to me, it might be that guy that he did an Ironman um, not that long ago, and he went, you know, uh, sub-nine hours. Oh, okay, so it's definitely so, a tough course. So it's a tough course, and apparently it was very, very hot. So and I'm thinking it's the bike. Yes. Because he did six hours on the bike. Yeah, so tough, tough day on the bike. No, 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 so it, maybe it's a It was just very, very hot on the run, apparently, yep. uh, and pretty slow run times. So, mm. so Dirk... From the Netherlands, top effort, uh, took it out. Uh, second place in the swim, sixth fastest bike ride by the look of it, and uh, and second fastest run, fourth yep. fastest bike. And then, uh, oh, we've got some more, more great names here. Pierre Hainemand from, from Quebec. I'll get next one. Max Doria. 10-12. you got the next one, Max Doria was third. Uh, and so that was our top three. They went 9-43, 10-12, and 10:36. Yep. On the chick side of things, we had uh, Stacey Stutter. It's start Yeah,
0: start Jesus start <laughs> At eleven hours oh one, and uh, Sarah Tussie, Tussie. Yeah. Uh, at eleven thirty eight, and Kelly White came in at eleven thirty nine. So pretty
1: close racing there. Yeah, for it was nice close racing. So, um, getting I think kind of slow times, yeah. For, you know, chicks, it's, it's more of a sort of an age group race, end of season, uh, race. And uh, so well done to you guys, yeah. Definitely. And uh, you are Floridians, you are Floridians. We also had a race in West, was it Western Australia, uh, it was just in Australia somewhere. I okay. <laughs> it's the M- Meninji half Ironman, <laughs> Meninji, Meninji, Meninji. If you, you want to get that wrong, would you? <laughs> no, <laughs> Meninji, um,
0: <laughs> But, uh, For those we, who don't know what
1: that means, you don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this uh, last week, and uh, we, I happily received an email this morning from Chris McCormick, not Chris McCormick, Chris McDonald, who's Chris a McDonald. friend of ours. Give him a good come down to Christchurch, and he trains here. And uh, he took the race out. Yeah, and a good time too, 402. 402 set a new course record yep. by uh, about three minutes. Yep.
0: 402, so very, very solid. And a bike record as well by four minutes.
1: So, uh, nice work We hope you earned A few pings there And uh, Chris is one of those guys Who uh, when started
0: out Just as an age grouper And uh, he's a real Kind of uh worker. Statement for If you want to do the work And you want to make it In a sport That you really can Because you know Not saying he doesn't Have talent and such But he's just He's just worked Really really hard And you've yeah. got to Respect the guy And he's doing really well Overseas as a as a pro and, uh, Yeah you know. didn't, he
1: finish, didn't he finish second Was it second in Wisconsin yeah. Something like that so he, No Wisconsin f- wasn't So good for him was it Oh no Wisconsin was good Yeah Yeah Yep, um, one. and so yeah good solid day and he's got a lot of racing coming up going up to Port Macquarie for the 70.3 and then he'll be off to Western Australia so yep. that's uh, racing this weekend uh, two weekends time and then uh, WA must be uh, yeah. a couple of weeks after that as well yep. so nice work Chris and yeah, um, well done on a good win there
0: yep what else have we got Wait, see, I'm just backing this up. That was about it for uh, races. Okay, and then on the new side of things, oh, Fuel Belt's buying x
1: Mm. So it's, it's been in the wind for a little while, um, oh, well, for, for those in the know. For those in the know. Like obviously, me. John's in the know. I'm in the know. Now, with
0: this, it's interesting, because John and I were both commenting before the show just how x try hasn't dropped the ball as such, but they just don't seem to be as up-to-date recently on the goings of triathlon.
1: What happened was um, Rob Do- Rob Docherty, who runs the, the site, he's a, a Scottish guy, I think, living in New Zealand, yep. so it's actually a New Zealand-based site, but very has a very American feel to it. Yep. Um, he kind of passed it on. I think he got an editor in. I wasn't quite sure if he'd sold it or what we quite went on, but that happened earlier this year, and, and there was a different look to the site and a, yep. bit of a different feel, and and I agree with you. You know that They um, still had their regulars sort of coming on with the columns, yep. but didn't feel they were quite up to speed with no. the news and things like that. Um, and so you know, Venu at Fuel Belt has has board X try. So it'd be really interesting to see what he does with it. He's yeah. a really passionate. He's an athlete himself. He's a Hawaii. He does Hawaii most years, and he's a very very good athlete. You know, good age group athlete. Um, fantastic supporter of our uh, epic camps as well. Oh, well is he? Um, so we like that, and uh, I think he'll he'll do a good job. You know, hopefully get some good people in there, and. Um, We'll see, see where it goes. So Yeah,
0: totally, because it's like, um, the thing is, is the one thing I like about Xtry, out of all the sites out there, it's, with news, it seems to be, the, it has been up till recently, one of the best sites for it. You know, you can go there and you get really good articles based on really what's happening now, whereas some of the other ones are more on training and all the other stuff. And yeah. um, Or you've got to join the bloody, you know, it's a membership thing and it's a little bit frustrating. Whereas Xtry is really good like that, so it'd be good to see if, you know, it's a new kind of,
1: injection of blood one thing they've got a great great results database oh it's awesome and and we use a lot of the time checking up there for for races coming up yeah and also just athletes yeah
0: which i don't know how to find when you're actually on the site but if you do a google search you often find an athlete and you have the results and it's on theirs yeah so i don't know how they go about doing that but you're definitely for race results it's really fantastic you can look at an athlete and see every race they have ever done as a pro yeah and they have all their results so it's really cool if you want to follow someone xtry.com for those and not in the know yep definitely i yeah. Uh, also what's really cool as well is that um, the movie that followed Peter Reid, Laurie Bowden, was it Laurie Bowden or was it Batman? Yep. yep. Uh, a few of the top athletes uh, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? 2004. Uh,
1: two, uh, was it, it might have been 2004 or 2005. Yep. What It Takes. What It Takes. Now, though it's been released now, has it? It's uh, been released and it's actually doing sort of a nationwide tour around America. So uh, for you Americans out there, uh, check out the site uh, com, and uh, it's actually playing in cinemas around the country uh, they're actually sending us a copy. Yeah, we're going to So we're going uh, to review it next week. We're really um, forward to it, actually. So, But we just saw we'd better get the news out there now that... Uh you guys in America, you can go and see it in the cinema. That'd be pretty cool to see it on the big screen. And I think what's really cool about, although I haven't seen it, maybe we should leave this. But I think what's really cool about it is that what
0: Iron Man put out is, are very much they show the professionals racing, and then the stories behind it are more about age groupers or people who have had life struggles. And hopefully, this movie really goes into what does it mean to be a pro. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and like those races, those cycling movies we've seen, like um, mm, *Hell on Wheels*. Hell on and on Wheels and, um, those other movies as well. They're really good because they show you what it's life like is, and I think it's good. You know, it's been good for cycling those movies. You oh know. yeah,
1: those sellouts and you know, like
0: you know, Team CCS is, Yeah. You know, like they're a huge team now, and it's not really based on their success. It's really based on the fact that they're in a good
1: movie. And they uh, they kicked out Ivan Basso today, actually. Oh really? <laughs> yep. Cool. He's no longer a CSC rider. Well, there you go. That's what and, you do. When uh, you take the drugs. Yeah. And uh, not that we're accusing him because he might not be guilty. oh Okay. But, but I think he is been proven guilty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so.
0: Hear that slap? That was a lawsuit, mate. <laughs> slapping on you. Oh, that's right. We're, we're going to the world. Actually, <laughs> I, no, I was joking. Um, so, yeah, so we'll check that out and we'll give you a review on that. And, uh,
1: yeah, anyway. Speaking of jokes, I'm going to bring this up now. Well, you've been stoned, mate. No. <laughs> Big weekend, was it? We got I got given a bit of grief on email by um, uh, somebody who talked about Tim
0: Don last John, week. Oh, John's angry. He comes in, there's a room tonight, I mean, Iron Man Talk Studios. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in here, and he's an angry man. He goes, angry, this guy who sent me this email, I'm angry,
1: I'm going to let him know it. So, so dish it out, mate. I'm going to dish it. We get this. We were, we were saying how much of a dick Tim Don was for missing his drug test. Cock. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's another way we can put it. <laughs> and... Uh, but hey, you know, um, in my view, if you make a mistake, that's no problem, and you get a little slapped hand, say yep. you're a dick, mate. you know listen. you know you Your second time. You grow as a person. Second time, you know, then you, you know, you're a bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, third third time. In the yeah, it's just not acceptable. You are so. a cock. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, uh, somebody wrote in saying we're a bit harsh on Tim Don and we should be saying well done to the the UK Drug Association for, for coming down harsh and, yep. and having harsh share rules, which we do applaud. Yeah, that's definitely great. Um, and the Germans are doing it as well. Exactly. Yep. Um, and it's not a worldwide thing, so we do applaud them for doing that. But hey, if Tim Don doesn't know the rules, ignorance isn't isn't an excuse as no. far as I'm concerned. And uh, he has a dick. And, uh, yeah. and there's actually there's actually <laughs> stuff in the papers in New Zealand that he should lose his world title. Um, you know, what's to say, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know, yeah. saying, you know, he just made mistakes, which he... See, I, I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. I think that, I, 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 it casts suspicion <laughs> to me. It does. Yeah, yeah I, and, I don't, um, I'm not 100% sure he didn't. And, yeah, he could have quite easily just um, missed a test because he was on drugs. Yeah. So, so what's, what's, what are we supposed to do? Uh, in the papers in New Zealand, they're saying you know that he should be lose his title and Hamish Carter should be crowned the world champion. Yep. Um, and hey, I'm, I don't really have an opinion strongly either way on yeah. that. But uh, the fact is, he has a dick and uh, cock, <laughs> and he shouldn't have uh, missed three tests. And um, uh, and I strongly disagree with the person who said I was too harsh on him. Yeah,
0: and because if you're missing tests um it's waking around drugs isn't it you know like it's yeah exactly
1: yeah so so that's that's my gripe for this week but listen to our show please (laughs) (laughs) got that off my chest out training and uh the other only other piece of i know we've got a couple of other pieces of news uh for those in new zealand the uh wildly awaited Taupo half which has been moved to Rotorua uh has now been resurrected uh and some local organizers are holding a half iron man on there so some people have opinions on that, whether that's uh, just a bit cheeky going and organising that when the other guy's been banned. But hey, the event's on and uh, and you can go and do it if you want. It's uh, on early December. Okay, we've got a couple of races coming
0: up this weekend. We've got Red Rock red
1: rock oh no, is it yeah it's called it's
0: called it's the, soma the soma half, half Ironman,
1: man sponsored by the red rock company there by the go. look of it soma. uh so for you americans who are looking for a late season half iron man pop down to this uh to the soma desert i'd imagine it is yep. and uh and there's a it's it's going to become pretty dry mm. obviously there and uh the racing starting to dry up unless you're a southern hemisphere athlete and mm, you can pop over beginning. to australia because the 70.3 Australia is happening on the 5th of November at Port Macquarie, so it's two weeks away. So get those training shoes on and get out there and race.
0: Beautiful. So that's pretty much our news for this week. Check out the website for all the bits and pieces and go on to our blog to kind of add your comments on our discussion for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Age, age group, group of the of week. week, yeah, yeah. We we're gonna do a bluesy sound, but we're not very good at blues. Yeah, go do the blues. My sister wins, me. Anyway, um, so our age group of the week was uh, you actually picked it this week, mate. mate. You did um, the work. I, 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 I did no work this week. It's sensational. Lazy. I was, I was doing the peas for
1: him. So my age group of the week, I thought, how am I going to pick it this week? And I wanted to pick somebody who had a fantastic run in Hawaii. So I uh, went to the 30 to, 30 to 34 age group, and uh, yep. he finished, I think, 62nd in that age group. So it yep. wasn't right up there, but uh, but hey, still pretty solid. A very competitive age group. And Jeff Van Roosbrick, uh was yep. my age group of the week. And the reason because he was 1,252 uh, out of the Water. swim and 1 out 22, which is you know, pretty slow for yep. Hawaii to yep. be fair. Uh, he moved up to 700th off the bike with a 5:17, so that wasn't bad in those conditions. Yep, uh, not 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 amazing, but but not bad. Yep. But then he ripped a three-hour two marathon, yeah, that's and great, uh, isn't it? he moved up another 500 places, uh, up to 275th overall. Yep. Uh, at the grand old age of 30, so it's first year in the age group. Uh, finished yep. with 9:48. Uh, solid time, sub 10 hour time in Hawaii. So uh, Jeff, I thought that was a fantastic effort with a mm. three hour two marathon. Three hour two marathon in Hawaii with the heat, you know, mm. and it's, it's undulating run as well. So that's a really good effort, isn't it? Yeah, there's not that not a lot of pros that go under three hours. So three hour two. Yeah. Jeff, you are our age, age group, group of, of the, the week. week. Beautiful. One, two, three, four, half
0: five. So John turned up and it's the only thing he hadn't prepared was the high five. And I thought, well, what's something I do every day? And I nap <laughs> every day. I actually, I actually meditate. I do a a form of meditation every day, I'm I'm a deep thinker, I'm a deep thinker. I do a thing called Transcendental Meditation, and uh, to be honest, I I did this course like eight years ago on how to meditate, Mm. it cost me a shitload of money, I was gutted, it cost me like $800. And then they just taught me uh, like a mantra, which is just like a sound that you say over and over in your mind. And I was like, "What's all this about?" I was ripped, ripped off. But because I paid so much, I got into the habit of using it. Now the the uh, middle meditation people are a you got bit, to tell you. bit weird. Slow it down, mate. I can't. I can bloody h- hardly <laughs> understand you. God knows how anybody else can. They're, they're a bit weird on it, and uh, they've got some different types of thinking. But the method is really cool, and it's really good for me. But it's a good idea to get into the habit of having a rest during the day. And um, so that's why we thought we could just maybe give some tips to. To find that place that's good for you. First tip that we're going to go is this: one thing you need to be able to do is find a comfortable place um, that you know you can feel comfortable. Like for myself, I either go have my chair in my lounge, which I go on, or I actually just go lay in my bed for mm-hmm. you know for twenty minutes, doing something like that. And sometimes, if it's a nice day outside, I go jump outside as well. So you need to find a place where you know you're not going to be uncomfortable. So you're
1: not going to be moving around because you're uncomfortable, or bean bed because it makes noise, um, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Tip number two. Tip number two. Um, try to keep your naps before two p.m. If you start leaving them any later than that, they will have uh, an effect on your evening sleep. You know, uh, so so try to keep it before two. I'd say absolutely latest would be three o'clock. Any later than that, then uh, it is going to affect your evening sleep.
0: Turn off any distractions, um, phones. Uh, if you've got anything like emails, like if you've got the, the noise on your computer, I know I do. And if I have an email comes in, it makes a noise and I know if I'm meditating, for example, and it buzzes, it really kind of distracts me and takes me away from that place. Um, so any distractions, phones are the obvious one. Um, if you you know if you're at home, lock your door so no one can get in. Um, you know, or go somewhere away from it all.
1: Uh, try to keep them to around about 20 or 30 minutes. That's that's a sufficient amount. You know, 10 minutes probably isn't quite sufficient. No. But uh, 20 to 30 minutes um, is, is about right, and that's going to give you a nice little break. Uh, revitalise you a little bit and uh, and then you can kick on with the rest of your day. Yep, and lastly, make sure the boss is out of the building mm. because, of, yeah. And so by terms boss, you know, you could, uh, that could be the wife, <laughs> it could be your actual boss uh, and it's it's not good karma to get caught napping at the desk. So as a coach, a you report. do suggest people have a nap? Yeah, definitely. You know, if you can fit into your day, definitely uh, would. And, and also, you know, at the weekends after your big workouts, you are pretty knackered and yep. it's just a nice little chance to revitalise and then, uh, and then you can kick on with the rest of your day, and you know if you have got a family, then, then uh, you'll be a little bit more charged up for your family. So, personally, I'm not a big napper. Yep. Um. I but I have fantastic evening sleep. If yep. Pretty much w- w- without um without fail. Without fail. That's what <laughs> I was looking for. Uh, I I sleep as soon as I go to bed. Boom. Yep. I'm out, and I don't wake up until. My so I'm good night as well,
0: but I, I, I do like my 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 mm-hmm. meditation session because um. One thing about us as athletes is that we train more than once during a day. Often, so you might do two or three sessions in a day. And I find that if I have that break where I just get 20 minutes just to meditate, I um I'm recharged and mm. mentally and physically. I know I can attack the next session really well. And uh, so yeah, it's it's a good habit to get into, especially when you get into that really peak session of your mm. season season where you know you're doing lots and lots of hours. And you know it's amazing how much 20 minutes can make a difference. So Did
1: you used to sleep a lot? Did you? Well, especially when we were in France, we used to basically Trying go to swimming, come home, go to sleep get up, go training, have lunch, go to bed, get up, train. So what was it like? <laughs> we Did just you get a bit monotonous. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot, of people, <laughs> yeah, a lot oh yeah. of people just crack, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's no life, is there? We didn't have a, you know, the year, uh, we spoke, both, uh, I ended up speaking reasonably well the language, but... Uh, a lot of the guys, you know, um, they cracked. Yeah. Uh, especially you Aussies. You Aussies. we <laughs> <laughs> have got to stop picking on the Aussies. <laughs> hey, Mecca did well on the weekend.
0: You're yeah. Fucking Australasia did well. <laughs> we'll claim them. <laughs> we'll claim them. Okay. Uh,
1: Website of we're the up. week. No, that's a beautiful mate. piece of You've music. We've got some wasn't it? new music this week. I was just commenting. I don't know where it's all come from. Oh, it's all very exciting times, I tell you. I sit at
0: home all day just trying to
2: find new music. <laughs> so,
0: our website of the week was actually sent through from Dave H
1: Davies. H Davies. Heath Davies. I think it was Heath. Is I that, think. I'm just looking down. H. I think it was Heath anyway. I might be wrong. Yep. So we will go. H. And he's a Kona, so so it's kind of cool. He's also trying to break nine hours. We're 9.06, 9.13. Wow, so he's he so a little bit closer eye, than
0: you, buddy. Well, he's proven it more than I have, so bring it on. Um, but anyway, he sent us through a really great website. It's called uh, virtualcycling.co.uk. And what they do is, for those of you who use like the Iron Magics or what are their ones? The Fortis. Fortis.
1: Fortis. Yes. Fortis. And uh, what's, what's another one? Right. Like I don't know, I don't know and... if CompuTrainer's hooked in with this one or not, but those, those two seem to be the, the two brands they're pushing. Yep. So
0: it's, it's a website where you can actually go and go on those websites and you can race online with other athletes in the world. Yeah. And uh, so you obviously connect your bloody, your, your Turbo
1: Trainer or your iMagic and you jump it on the computer and then... I think you download... The I think program. I you may download somebody and you race against them. Yeah, uh, And then you've got to... And you can upload your your information and they basically have a, a weekly league, I think it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it seems to be that they're having a series and stuff. I had a quick look at it, didn't go into too much detail, but for those of you who have that equipment, it's a really okay, cool sir. motivating factor, eh? Because... For me, that's the thing I find hardest with those type of trainings is yeah. the, the motivation. I know those iMagic type of uh, programs are good for motivation because it gives you something to go towards, mm. but it's something about beating a real person. I'm sure if you had John Newsome up on the <laughs> stage, you'd try to kick my ass. I'd be taking you out. Um, <laughs> I'd send it through to you straight away. <laughs>
1: but uh, the POMs love their, their time trialing, and so I completely understand where they're coming from this. i have got a real time trialing culture over there. Oh, have they? Yeah. And, uh, and so it's a POM uh, UK website, but... You know, obviously, you can uh, log in from anywhere in the world and yeah. uh, take those palms down. Yep. Um. But yeah, I had a very brief look at it. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if we had that equipment, I'm sure I'd be giving it a go. So, if, if anybody at iMagic or Fortius, Fortius, uh, do want trial to some equipment. trial and some equipment, we'd be happy to preview it, uh, review it, and uh, and give it a jolly good crack.
0: Bring it on, tampon. Okay. Oh, that's so, a shocking saying. You know what? My daughter taught me that. But that's okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we're going to go to questions <laughs> and answers. Questions and answers. Beautiful. So tell me about it.
1: So let yeah, me get my same. notes ready. He's doing your prep jump right, right jump, now. Jumping ahead. Uh, right. So we had uh, Brian Rimmer. <laughs> and uh, Brian's doing his first Ironman. And he's pairing, preparing for a fairly flexible strategy, which is what we like to... Like to advocate yep. uh, taking it pretty conservative and uh his question is if he's got a little bit extra in the tank with uh, 6 miles to go can you kick up and go on to the finish um he's not looking to absolutely hammer it just increase his pace uh, uh to around about sort of sev- 7 minute mile pace and uh Brian you spot on the money uh, that's exactly what I would uh, say is basically taking it if it's your first race taking it pretty comfortable all day and when you do get inside that last 10k if you've got something left, then by all means, take it up as, as hard as you like from there on in. Um, I think as well, but at
0: the same time, be really aware of your body.
1: Yeah. Um, because you are on the, that time in the race, you
0: also are on that verge of, you know, just going over the limit. So you increase it. You know, don't go too crazy into yeah. it. Yeah. Don't, like, drop it down to three-minute K pace. Yeah. but uh, And what, build into it. So don't just suddenly go, okay, six Ks to go, go now. Yeah. You know, like, you know, take half a K to find a good pace. Increase your pace.
1: What you want to be basically doing is is trying to break your your marathon into three. The first first third should be pretty comfortable and then you just, if you're feeling good, just lift it ever so slightly in that second third and the last third, you know, just slowly open it up and open it up and open it up up the closer you get to the finish. So,
0: So I've never actually been able to do the last third where I've been no, able to kick in. Exactly.
1: So, you know, mentally you're probably it's gonna be more with most people it's a mental sort of kick yeah, up and, yeah. and really try to lift it and, and really try to think about your technique even more than what you have been in, yeah. in uh, prior to that. And that's uh, when your muscles
0: start to fatigue, especially like stabilizing muscles. So it's when you really gotta hold your core nice and tight. Exactly. And, you know, your eye position and all that kind of stuff.
1: So um so yeah, definitely, Brian. Um, a conservative race is what you wanna be looking at first time and most times around you wanna be racing pretty conservative. Where you're going to gain or lose the most amount of time is the second half of the run, so you do want to save some energy for there.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we also got an email from Neil Olsland. I wonder if that's the same Neil that uh, that won our competition today. I reckon it was, mate. Well done, Neil. Send us through the photo. Yes. Send us through the photo. Make sure it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Because people are going to see it. But so- Neil... Yeah, you-
1: Carry on, or do you want me to go?
0: No, well, Neil basically sent us through an email uh, about another podcast that he's been listening to where they did an interview with Ben
1: Thurik. Yeah,
0: and uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but you were saying
1: that... Well, I listened to it today, and um, the, the, actually, the audio quality was pretty crap, not that we should criticise people's oh, audio quality. That's disappointing, because, you know, <laughs> professional shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was on multisports.com, which is, uh, you know, Paul and Yubi Fraser and that that sort of crowd, yep. and um, and so they've got a pretty close affili- affiliation with Iron Man, so I... I sort of didn't listen to the whole interview and it was kind of sort of a bit of a touchy-feely one because they are all kind of mates and stuff. Yep. But um, they've got an interview up there with, uh, with Ben Ferrick and they also have one with Graham Fraser, which I didn't listen to. No, who's Graham, Graham Fraser? Graham Fraser is the, oh, the guy who, owns, guy the other, who um, owns all the other North, North American, American ones, races. Yep. So you can go up there and make your own opinion. Um, one little comment that I did just hear um, Ben Ferrick say is that they're going to be increasing the numbers in Kona and he was sort of saying the reason for that is because there's been a redevelopment on the pier or something like that and so they can obviously fit more bikes in there and that's I I, grant I didn't listen to it really closely that's completely not the point the point is on the bike there's drafting problems so you cannot fit more people on the road so it sounds like they are going to have more people in Kona but is that Um, a money thing? Oh, it's more people be. more profit yeah um, so we're not happy about that if just, that is the case
0: just one other quick um, email one of podcast that we seem to get a lot of um, people kind of recommending is it's competitor and what they do is they seem to interview a lot of old sports stars um, and from all types of sports but um, I know that there have been a couple of interviews people have sent through um, regarding I think they did one with uh, Greg Welch and maybe even Mark Allen. Um, so that's another podcast. I, I've never listened to it to be honest, but you guys have sent us through some information on and those it, ones. It's, it
1: is. They are all secondary to um, to Iron Man Talk well, podcast. You know, there's, there's one podcast and then there's the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come here for your information first. Yes, everybody. right. Yes, right. It's a beautiful thing.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> those accents. <laughs> okay, so uh, we also had uh, Tony. How did you say that? Oh, Cook John. Yeah,
1: I oh, know he's actually
2: touched Oh, Coach us. John, beautiful.
1: Coach I should have read that first. Now,
0: what's he saying? He's his first half Ironman, his first Ironman next year in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, this will be his third tri-season. I do two halves this year, 5.50, 5.30. It was
1: good. I'm um, not supposed to go, but enjoy sport. My question is, how long should he plan to prepare? First off, Tony, I think it's fantastic progression you're making. You know, doing it's your your third year in the school. You're an A plus student. You're you're a student, a good disciple. Uh, We like the fact that you know you've done a few halves and now you're going to step step up to uh, to quarter lane. So his question is, yeah, he's got a good base and he's looking at plans now that range anywhere from 13 to 32 weeks for your preparation. Um, The goal is just to finish. Um, You know, sort of thinking you'll be able to do quicker than 14 hours. What do you think is the ideal time for serious training plan, is longer better, any downsides? What I think you want to be looking at, Tony, is really um, looking at your weaknesses um, over the winter. I'd imagine if you're in North America, you know, you're coming into winter. So what I'd be st- strongly suggesting is uh, is probably, you know, unless you're in a really warm area, is probably spending some good time over winter focusing on your uh, your swim and your bike, yep. uh, you know you swim and your run yep. uh, and if you've got any sort of injury problems or, or weaknesses, hit, hit, hit the gym, do some, some core stability work uh, and some specific weights work um, and just focus on those areas rather than to focus on all three and then I, what I'd be suggesting is when you're getting into slightly warmer weather, then really try to hit a, a really solid bike block, probably when you're around about sort of 24 weeks out, probably trying to get in a good sort of 8 week bike block. And I generally recommend around about a sixteen week sort of triathlon specific yep. build up. Uh, any longer than that, I think people start to lose their focus a little bit. Um, so and it's also a, tire out a little bit too early. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say twenty weeks maximum tri focus. Um, but I think you know obviously as long as you've had a good break that you want to start building towards it now and just working on those small weaknesses. Um, and and probably have a few races during during winter. You know maybe target a couple of half marathons or something like yep. that. Um, but don't don't start your try focus now. Very good. Um, we also had Jono. I love Jono as a name. Jono.
0: Jono. Uh, Jono sent actually sent us through a few weeks ago, didn't he? Because um he sent us through a PDF. Of, uh, so he did a sports nutrition course in Sydney. Uh, Australia. For Hyman Nutrition. The Hamon Nutrition is obviously a supplements company, and uh, he said the course was really great. And uh, they're obviously trying to promote their own products. But within that, they on their website they have a really thorough
1: nutritional guide. And it it's bloody good. I only, I just clicked on it and scanned through to see yeah. what it was about. but Yeah, like you said, I didn't read it, but it looked very thorough. I think yeah. it was about 25 pages long. Yeah. yeah. It's um, a book. Yeah. yeah. So, it really went into, you know, the fundamentals of of nutrition and Sports, hydration. Nutrition, yeah. Um, and you're sure they were trying to push Hammer products. Um, but, hey, I don't mind. I don't mind advertising if they're giving good content. Exactly. Yep. And um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, most of your uh, energy products are going to do a similar job to Hammer. But uh, yep. but good on them for putting that information out there. It's very very useful. So so
0: we'll have a link on our show notes on uh, irmantalk.com, and you guys
1: check that out, and you can go download that PDF. You can quite easily supplement, um, substitute the Hammer Gel for Pro Four, or high five. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, is that it? No, because I've got a couple here that came up. Now, Matthew actually sent through, I haven't a chance to read this, but Mecca, Matthew actually sent through that uh, on so twitch. says It seems to be a big thread that Mecca maybe have cheated um, by drafting a little bit. Oh, uh, bullshit. <laughs> but but it does beg the question, should it be 10 metres? And it's the yeah. old question again. It'll be interesting. So maybe we should see if we get our left on again and
1: see what happened over there. Yeah, uh, mm. that's crap Yeah. You know, I wasn't there, but I mean, um No. Yeah. No, of course, he didn't exactly, but
0: um, one thing as well as Matthews has nominated himself as a USU's correspondent. I'll tell you what, mate, it's your job, we don't pay very well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. but it's yours. You're getting the photo this week, you're getting the photo. There you go. And also, Ray, good old Ray, uh, well, he's got a question, and he's basically saying he's kind of a similar question. He's uh,
1: he's used the heart rate, and uh, we're just kind of doing this as we go. I've entered I Man UK in Said. Seven and decide to use a 30-week program. So it's a big program which we we're kind of saying you shouldn't do. But it's okay. Well, it kind of depends on how that program might be. It yep. might be that it has a, a swim focus at the start in and in a, in different sort of focuses. If it is a specific try focus for 30 weeks, I think you're asking an awful lot of yourself. Um, all training is set out using time and heart rate zones, but what should take precedence? As I live in an area, um, we're getting flat areas to train as hard, unless I use a turbo ride or a treadmill. A, or a treadmill. Um, so, I mean... Um, I'm very much, uh, you know, definitely use your heart rate monitor on your key sessions. And, and over time, you should be able to understand what sort of heart rates you're, you're sort of sitting at. So you should be able to make a pretty good uh, estimate. So you don't necessarily need to use it for all your workouts, uh, especially your easy ones. Just make sure you take it easy. Um, you're, putting, you're putting me on the spot here, Bevan. I know, I just chuck this in right now. No peas. Uh, yes, he's, go- he's going to get his heart rate yeah, zones tested at a sports clinic next week. Um, so you know exactly what your zones are, make sure that you are recovered for, for when you go and do that test. The worst thing you can do is hammer yourself for a couple of days before and go in you won't get uh, accurate results. So basically what I'd suggest is you take a day off, um, probably the day before, uh, if you say for example you're testing on Wednesday, probably take Monday maybe off and then just do some very light training on Tuesday or, or, or could be okay around the other way, um, but make sure you're well rested for that. And, uh, and yeah, pretty much the same stuff as what we talked about before with um, our yep. other fellow who's, who's leading up for an Ironman. Um, I think 30 weeks is a long time if it is a specific try build up. And with your heart rates, uh, use, definitely use them for your key sessions. Uh, probably not necessary to, to wear your heart rate monitor for every single session no the um i I would have given a better answer but bevan didn't give me time to prepare
2: there i just
0: got it earlier today so i thought i'd chuck it at you um it was interesting i went for a ride last weekend and i uh, pretty much nowadays i do all my big rides with other people i haven't done big rides by myself well probably in a good three or four months and uh i did a five i think i did five and a half and uh jeez it's hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. mentally it's just i've got used to training with other people on my long rides and i really struggled on the weekend i think i was a bit tired as well which didn't help but it was was really interesting and one thing I think maybe we can cover in next week's show is the mental game when you are finding it hard um I had some really challenging times within the ride and it wasn't really the physical so much like my ride time was I was happy with my ride time my heart rates are stayed in my zones but um it was just the mental side of the game so maybe next week's show what we'll do is we'll cover some of the things that we can use to you know mentally get over those humps in our training well, you might be able to put that into practice next week when I
1: drop your ass. Oh, we've got a rides. big week this week.
0: <laughs> oh, it's exciting times in Ironman talk studios. Because Jonbo's put me through this email and he said to me, do you want to do a big week? And I was like, yeah. And he's delivered a
1: killer of a week. So we'll be we'll be delivering the show live from big week next week. We could be a little fatigued. It might be a five-minute show. <laughs> day one is 225Ks. And I've got to teach two classes at the gym as well. <laughs> so I'm and then uh, day two is going to be a good, uh, probably about seven or eight hours. Yeah. And then we'll do the show after that. Yep. could be a little fatigue coming in. Yep. We apologize in advance. It may not be a high quality we'll show. Be drinking some coke. Yeah. It won't be flat. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be entertaining, but we'll uh, we'll see how that get, how we get on next week and uh yeah, hopefully we'll be able to drag one or two out. But I think there will be a few lonely times out there. I think will yeah.
0: be. So uh, I, I, like I find just one person's enough. Like when we went to Queenstown John and I when we to Queenstown. We didn't, you know, we just rotated the whole time. It wasn't like we were, you know, pretty much 90% of the ride, we weren't even, you know, talking with each other. And, uh but it's just about having someone there. It's that pulling you along when you're tired and you know. of Language. I'm oh, sorry. There's no, there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh whereas, by yourself, like, on the oh, I just struggled so much in the weekend. And it just... It's been a long time since I've done that. So it was, it was a good lesson. And it was, the nice thing was, I was able to get through it, and
1: uh, that's always rewarding. But it was. need was... a combination of that group training and solo time. Yeah.
0: So uh, what happened for the rest of the week, mate?
1: Well, the weather's a bit crap today, yeah, but I still crap. got out there and I did my ride in the rain. Oh, did you I haven't done that, for that? I haven't done that for a while. And John doesn't uh,
0: like the rain. You You'll be
1: you, 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 doing a training session. Oh, it's raining. Maybe we do it later in the day. <laughs> my training's become a bit more structured. I've written the plan for the next five weeks. Pretty detailed. I haven't got much scope for movement, so I thought, I've well, got to get out there and do it today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, it's looking good. I had a good 300k weekend. At the Nice. Weekend, 250k rides. Biked up to a place called Hamna. Yep. And uh, when I actually biked up there last week, it was into a headwind. It took me five and a half hours. Wow. Uh, when I biked back on... Uh, Saturday, uh, it took me four hours, seven minutes. I think wow. we averaged uh, about just under 37 k's an hour. Nice. Pretty solid pace. That's
0: pretty impressive when you
1: think Stadler was doing 42. Yeah, and you I know, you know, a pretty downhill with a solid wind,
0: tailwind. You know, I know you weren't smashing it, but that's yeah, <laughs> impressive, isn't it? Yeah. That was my email beep, so I wouldn't have had that on if I was meditating. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? you got what do I got on for the week? I've got. Uh, well, I've had actually a couple of sick days because uh, my partner being injured, I've kind of been trying to look after her. The balance, you know, doing yeah, the balance thing. The balance. I'm a good boy, and uh, so it's kind of been my focus. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It's having a really huge day, I've got a big day coming up, uh, and then we're gonna race on the weekend, aren't we?
1: Yes. Yeah. Forecast is rain. Not happy about it. <laughs> Maybe we'll be <happy> racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a window trainer. I do get it done, and uh, I prefer not to train in the rain. <laughs> and it's <that's> better. <about> it. <laughs> It's too late in the day. <laughs> okay, it is too late we in the day. We have got religious people to listen to this show, so, and they're not going to be happy yeah, with okay, the okay, standard you know, of your language. For the
0: religious people out there, that was frig. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, other than that, I'm just, uh, enjoying, enjoying the cold weather and looking forward to the sun coming. And We have only had one cold day. Yeah. And so, yeah. A lot of wind, though. A lot of wind. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed I'm doing nothing this week. I can't think of anything I'm doing. No. <laughs> I'm too iron would out, I tell you. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for your time and uh, listening to the show. I won't swear. I promise I won't swear again for the next 10 shows. Um, <laughs> what we are going to focus on is we're going to focus on our email address, which is ironmantalk at gmail.com. Show notes aren't going to be put up until tomorrow because it's late in the day today and uh, normally t- I normally spend a couple, three hours doing that. So I'll get up tomorrow morning nice and early and get that underway. Um, but check out the show notes on talk.com. If you want to go to the blog, you can just click on the link to the blog page, which is on ironmantalk.com. Uh, for your coaching needs. Try on
1: coach.net have you done your site yet you mate no i emailed somebody today it's going to be a redevelopment on that site oh you get someone to do it for you yeah oh that's kind of cool it's uh it's going to take a little while though oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all cool
0: um so that's very exciting. Uh, check out John's site. for if you're Don't you check, to check it ads. out now, actually. Check it out when uh, okay. When it's all new and Oh, that's exciting. I'd um, almost swear. Um, <laughs> and anything else we need to do? Oh, just make sure you click on the bloomin' ads. I was going to say bloody, but you can't say bloody. Um, right. And make sure you click on the ads because you didn't do it this week, guys. You know, all you asked was one
1: click. All too focused. You're sitting on your computers all day. And you didn't click on us. Um, watching Kona, but you didn't click on and us. And also,
0: remember we've got that store on there that's, uh, if you ever buy anything from Amazon. It's actually it, really good.
1: Was it? Nobody's done that yet, but...
0: No, no, we've made no money from it, but... No. The idea, it does look cool. It does. So, yeah. It'd be nice if we could make some money from it. Mm. <laughs> we sound desperate right now, don't we? We do. Yeah. But we're not. Hopefully not. No. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so, so you guys get out there, train hard, and we'll catch up with you same time, same place next week on Iron Man Talk. Oh, groovy. Beautiful.